Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, everyone. Yes, afternoon. Uh, this is the Pugilistic Linguistics Show. I am your host, Michael Foster, the voice of reason in an unreasonable world. And today I'm going to be on, I'm going to be in and out with the game today. Uh, I will be on our regularly scheduled time on Sunday at 7 to complete the GOAT. Part two, uh, the top 12 uh, greatest hip-hop artists of all time. Uh, this, and I believe I'm going to drop another one tomorrow. I'm not I'm working on it. It's just that midweek, I got something to say type stuff. And this one is even is it real last minute because this was I was thinking of this on the way home from work yesterday. Over the past eight years, amongst all of the other things that this current administration has been accused of trying to uh, complete. And I'm not going to get into the myriad of things that have been said that Obama was trying to do, but one I will touch upon is the notion that Obama wants my guns. He's going to repeal the Second Amendment, and he's going to take my guns. The only reason why this stuck with me, because I have been hearing about it for the past eight years, the only reason why this stuck with me yesterday is because someone said it to me in passing about Hillary Clinton as that being one of the reasons why they were not interested in voting for her for president. Fine, you know, whatever. Whatever your reasoning behind it is, so be it. But it got me to thinking about how uneducated America's populace generally is. Not uneducated because they believe that some politicians are against guns or for stricter gun control, not because of that, but because of the way they think it can be accomplished. Like a president can just wave their hand and snap their fingers and make law be as if it were that simple. And what hit me was a thought of how profoundly lazy we are as a society. In this day and time where Information is at your fingertips, literally. Uh, your your phone is more is is used more for looking at porn, y'all. You can look stuff up too. Google's a monster. Yes, you may have to sort through the results to you know get way through the garbage, but bottom line is there in front of you. There is no reason why someone in the United States of America is as ignorant as many people are about our uh, legislative process. So what I intend to do here now is to just let people know, look, y'all, there is a method to this 
there is a way that things have to be done. And it's not as simple as you think. Uh, also, along with that, this, the, the second sentence of this person I was speaking to, well, Hillary gets in, and, and when she appoints the Supreme Court justice, just watch. As if that was the second part of her gun control plan. Totally forgetting about the fact that that had been said for Obama for the past eight years. I guess he just forgot to get around to it. If it was that important to him, he just forgot to get around to it. Now, before I even get to the constitutional part of it, let me say that I am not a gun. I think there is a place and a time for arming yourself, protecting you and yours. There's always a need for that. I also think that in a so-called civilized society, we should have no use for weapons like AR-15s and AK-47s and guns like that. You may disagree. Hey, that's your business. I ain't mad at you for disagreeing. I just believe there's no need for something like that in civilized society. You don't hunt deer with an AK-47. You don't hunt elk with an AR-15. You hunt people with those. And without getting off and making this a gun control uh, show, no, excuse me, I'm still having that voice issue. No, getting rid of guns does not eliminate crime. No. People want to kill, they will find ways to kill. Guns just make your murder more efficient. So whereas in the 30 seconds that you mow down 30 people with the AK, let's say, I don't know how those things go, Uzi or whatever, you mow 30 folk down in 30 seconds in one of those. If I had a knife, I'm able to stab three people in 30 seconds. And it may not be fatal. So no, eliminating guns does not eliminate violence. It just makes the violent less efficient. And that's all I'll say about that. The legislative process, the judicial process, should never be a secret to a people who have access to information at their fingertips. It is inexcusable. Presidents cannot repeal amendments, period. The Constitution is the written law of the land. And in order to change the written law of the land, you must amend it. In order to amend it, there is a process to it. Somebody, I brought this up and somebody said to me, but what about the the same-sex marriage issue? We have these activist judges that say that they're making laws by the thing. No. Stop it. 
when there is no law written specifically addresses a topic, the Supreme Court's job is to interpret the laws as written and apply it to the case that's in front of them. Now, the thing is, there may be unintended consequences to their decision. Like, if they rule on this one particular case, by the nature of how they decide, it may affect laws or may affect how laws are interpreted or whatever. That is not the same as creating law. Creating law is when they go out and put a law on the books that is not there before. What judges do, they say, based on the way this law is written, here's how we interpret it. And here's how it's to be applied to the case that's in front of me. It was a big to-do here in Iowa when the Iowa Supreme Court allowed same-sex marriage a few years ago. And a prominent Republican conservative talking head mounted a campaign to remove what he called activist judges from the bench because of that decision. His rationale is they made law by how they decided on that case that was in front of them. We must remove them and remove the activist judges from their position and appoint judges who believe that marriage is between a man and a woman. But wait a minute. That's not written in law either. So basically you want to remove the judges that decided a case opposite of how you feel. And you call that activist, but you want to put a judge in there that believes marriage is between a man and a woman, which isn't in the law either, which will make them an activist for you. That's equally wrong. Put a judge in the seat that interprets the law. If you don't like the way the law is interpreted, change the law. Different animal. But back to the Constitution and the Second Amendment and Hillary's coming from your guns. In order to amend institution, it it takes Congress to two thirds of Congress to basically bring up the motion. Hey, we want to amend this constitution to say this, two-thirds of both houses of Congress must agree, or two-thirds of the legislature, legislatures in each of the states must agree or must get to the point of we need to change this uh, law, we need to amend this constitution. Now, after all that's decided, so they say we're going to do it, we get the two-thirds that we require, now it needs to be ratified. So the, the, the amendment to the constitution is going through Congress, is going through all the meetings, and two-thirds on each house says okay, or two-thirds of the legislature says it's okay. Okay, so now we get to the ratification process, of which... Three-quarters of the states 
must ratify. 38 individual states must ratify that amendment in order for it to be added to the Constitution. So not only do we need two-thirds of Congress or two-thirds of the state legislatures to uh, create this amendment, we also need to get it through whatever, and then we also need to vote. 38 states must say okay to it in order for it to be law or be an amendment to a constitution. The Supreme Court can't change law. The only way it gets done is through the legislative process. To wit, it has only happened one time in the United States where an amendment is passed to repeal an amendment. The 21st Amendment repealed the 18th Amendment. The 18th Amendment was the prohibition of alcohol. Uh, approximately 13 years later, I believe, the 21st Amendment was passed to repeal that. That's the only time an amendment was created to amend or repeal an amendment. Now, that's not done by the Supreme Court or any lower state legislatures. The states can pass all the laws they want, but if they go against the Constitution, the Supreme Court is supposed to, and I'll revisit that sentence in a moment, the Supreme Court is supposed to strike that law down as being unconstitutional. That's what happened with the same-sex marriage. There was a prohibition, and I don't remember the exact case. I'm not going to quote anything for it. I just remember the, the basic framework of it. But there was a case that was in front of them that came from a lower court, and there was a prohibition between two same-sex people who wanted to marry or wanted to be recognized as married, and they were uh, prohibited somehow. It got to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court said, well, there is no law that says this can't be done. So by virtue of that and the fact that we only adjudicate the case in front of us, we have to reverse the lower court's decision. That's all that happened. Now, naturally, by reversing the lower court's decision, it essentially made same-sex marriage illegal, but that wasn't the case that was presented to them. They just adjudicated the case that was in front of them. Simple. And that's how these laws are created. So look, Hillary can't come get your guns. Obama didn't want your guns. If he wanted your guns, and if he's as corrupt or whatever, as you, he would have found a way. He's a constitutional scholar. Trust me, he would have found a way if he wanted them. Hillary ain't coming to get him. She can nominate 45 active ju activist judges, and they can't come get him either. I need for you all, Americans, and people who are listening, pass this to your folk that you know are ignorant. I need you all, Americans, to, to begin to read the documents 
you love to reference. If you love the First Amendment and you want to continue to quote the First Amendment, read what it says. It doesn't say what you think it does. Read the Second Amendment. Read the 13th Amendment. Read the Fifth Amendment. Read the read them. Read Article 5 of the Constitution. That, spell, that sets out or, or sets forth the, the, the ways a Constitution can be amended. Read Article 5. This society, there's no reason for ignorance unless it's willful. Unless you want to be ignorant, because there is there is there is ample ways to access information in today's society, and and, and independent, uh, nonpartisan, uh, non-slanted information. There's enough objective stuff out here that there's no reason why you can't pick up your phone, type in constitutional amendments, and take a look at it. It's easy. It's what I did. It took me 30 seconds. So again, in closing, I told you I was going to be quick with this one today. In closing, presidents don't make laws. Presidents don't enforce laws. A president cannot change a law. If you really want to affect some change, and I will touch on this point and then I'll go. If you really want to affect some change, you need to elect better at the bottom. There are too many people who complain about this election, about the choices we are left with. Not realizing that the reason why we have crap at the top is because we elect crap at the bottom. It is that simple. If you want better decisions at the top, we must make better decisions at the bottom and make your decisions based on country and not party. Hey, you Democrat out there. I'm willing to bet there was a Republican that crossed your path that was better for you and your family and you didn't vote for them because they had an R behind their name. Hey, you GOP stooge. There was a Democrat out there that crossed your path that would have been better for you and the country, but you refused to even consider him because he, has, because he was a Democrat. This is how we get into the Hillary Clintons and Donald Trumps of the world. We choose party over country. Elect better at the bottom, and you'll have better at the top. I submit to you that the two choices we are left with are the two choices we deserve as a country. We deserve Hillary Clinton. We deserve Donald Trump as a candidate. Nobody deserves him as a president, but it's a different animal. We deserve him as a candidate. We deserve Hillary Clinton as a candidate. 
I know Gary Johnson is there. I know Jill Stein is there. But we deserve those two in the major parties. We funnel crap from the bottom up. If we want it better at the top, you hire better at the bottom. Who knows? 2020 is coming. Maybe I'll run for something. I'm actually thinking about it. This is not a campaign speech, however. Not yet. But think about it. Higher, better at the bottom. And back to the original topic. If you don't educate yourself with the wealth of knowledge at your fingertips, then it's your fault that you're stupid. On that, I'm going to say uh, tune in on Sunday to The Goat Part 2. I am your host, Michael Foster. This is the Pugilistic Linguistic Show. And as I say always in closing, take care of yourself because you all you got. Peace.